It's time for the most interactive radio program in Las Vegas today. It's time for Pushing the Limits with Brian Shapiro. Brian will talk sports, politics, entertainment, and anything that matters to you. Feel free to call Brian at 702-221-7283. You want answers? I want the truth! Now, Pushing the Limits, here's Brian Shapiro. All right, what's up, everybody? Happy Friday. We made it throughout the week. Welcome to Pushing the Limits, also part of the Occupy Democrats Network. You can find us everywhere, not just on the Occupy Democrats Facebook fan page. Of course, on our own Facebook fan page, on Twitter, on TikTok, on Twitch. We're all over the place just so that we can entertain you every day. That's how much I love all of you. And boy, do we have a big show lined up for you today. Uh, if you haven't already heard, a Nevada grand jury has indicted six Republicans in the state of Nevada who submitted fake electorates, a fake electorate scheme. And now there's finally, at least it appears, there's going to be some accountability, including the current chair of the Republican Party here in Nevada. That's right. Six people have been indicted, involved in this alleged fake electorate scheme. I guess I have to say the word alleged, but I think we know all what took place here. And they're not the only ones. It's happening throughout the country. So somebody who I have a lot of respect for from the Nevada Independent, John Ralston, is going to be joining us at the bottom of the hour. They've been covering this story since day one. We're going to get all the details, and I can't wait to talk to him to get it to you. If you were a part of this fake electorate scheme, it doesn't matter whether you're Jim Jordan or if you're a guy named Mike McDonald, who's the Nevada Republican chair. It doesn't matter. You need to be held to account. The chickens are coming home to roost. And uh, I can't wait to learn more about this and talk more about it. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, six Nevada Republicans have officially been indicted, allegedly for being a part of this fake electorate scheme. We heard it and we heard it since day one. After we learned that Donald Trump lost in a free and fair election, by the way. Yes, that's right. That might be some news to some of you. Joe Biden one, a free and fair election. There's going to be also always levels of fraud in every election. It could be a small mayoral race or it could be the president of the United States. If you have an IQ over 20, you know that there is no evidence of widespread voter fraud that could have changed the outcome of the 2020 election. And now these people are going to be held to account. They knew. They knew that Donald Trump lost, but they put forth this fake electorate scheme. Why is it I don't hear from Democrats doing this stuff? Why is it I don't hear Nevada elected officials that are Democrats or throughout the country that are trying to overturn the outcome of the election? Did they do that when Hillary Clinton lost in 2016? You'll hear from Republicans all over the place. Oh, uh, Hillary Clinton didn't concede. Yes, she did. Hillary Clinton conceded the following morning. Now, if you say Donald Trump's an illegitimate president, I would say he's illegitimate for saying, I don't respect John McCain because he was captured. There's a difference between saying someone's illegitimate because you don't like their, them personally or horrible things they've said or done, and then saying that somebody won or lost an election and lying about it or putting forth a fake electorate scheme. In my lifetime, have we seen a presidency where a Republican won and then Democrats put forth fake electorates? Do the Democrats do that stuff? I'm not saying in the history of this country, Democrats Democrats have never tried to cheat in an election. I wouldn't make a claim like that. But we have this fake electorate scheme across the country. Across the country. Now, I would say, why is it taking three years? Well, I'm happy that Attorney General Ford here in Nevada has finally indicted 
these six clowns, I would use the term criminal, allegedly. It's ridiculous. So we were gonna, we are going to cover this and we are going to cover it in length with again, John Ralston from the Nevada Independent at the bottom of the hour to get all the details on what Mike McDonald and his cronies did and, and, and the crimes that they're facing. They're all facing jail time, by the way. They could be going to jail just like Donald Trump. But all you right wingers out there want to focus on Hunter Biden's laptop and his penis. I'm sick of it. The only guns Republicans care about, and no, I'm not going to get into gun control today. We did enough of that yesterday. But the only guns that Republican, or gun, I should say, that the Republicans care about is Hunter Biden's unloaded gun that he had for 13 days illegally that he didn't actually commit a crime with. That's the only gun that Republicans care about. You think they care about your children? They care about your safety? No. It's politics as usual. Let's go after Hunter Biden when there's absolutely no evidence that Joe Biden committed any crimes or did anything wrong. I'm sick of it. These are the people that Republicans vote in office. People like Gymnasium Jordan, who has never passed a bill in his life. He's a noisemaker. He's not a lawmaker. You know who else is a noisemaker? Vivek Ramaswamy. Did you see this sham of a town hall that he did on CNN? And all these right-wingers are out there saying, oh my God, did you see Vivek Ramaswamy destroy CNN's Abby Phillips? What are you talking about? Vivek Ramaswamy is a conspiracy theorist. He's no better than Alex Jones. He might speak a little bit more eloquently. He might appear to be more intelligent, but he is a conspiracy theorist. And now he is peddling uh, the fact that in this conspiracy theory that somehow January 6th was an inside job. He said it on a debate stage a few weeks ago. He claims that the government was behind January 6th, not the over a thousand people that have already been convicted of crimes proven in a court of law. He's saying that the government was behind January 6th. If you don't believe me, have a listen to what he had to say in this CNN town hall just the other day. It's absurd. January 6th. Yep. There is no evidence that there were federal agents in the crowd on January so, 6th. So why before Congress, when pressed on what the number was, they didn't say there were none. They just couldn't so say how many there were. So you're saying that there's no, that you have not seen evi- any evidence so that we've there seen were. Multiple, and so we've seen multiple informants were. suggesting that there were. We know people were, we know people were FBI informants who were asked. Is there this. any evidence? May I, may I just, may I just there, finish me, this well, and me, you can come back to question Well, let me clarify. I know this is very uncomfortable for you. I'm going to clarify my question I know this is an uncomfortable issue for many people, but we have to do the truth I'm going to clarify my question because I want to make sure that you understand what I'm asking. I understand and I told you, I was where working three years the, ago. I'm where not there now. Where is the evidence? Yes. Where is the evidence that the government had a plot, so an inside I, job? But no, no, no I'm going to tell you what an inside job is. I'm not going to, I'm not violence respect, on January 6th. Where I'm not going to let you put words in my that? mouth. I'm going to put my words in my mouth. And I'm going to tell you what, what I mean by that. Where is the evidence that the government was involved Entrapment. in planning or executing okay. January 6th? Where so I'm going, to, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you hard facts. And, and if I may, Abby, I know this is going to be a little uncomfortable. But we're gonna we're, we're gonna go through this, and you can and you can you can push Just back on it. For after the evidence, that. and you can push back on that, and let's do this fairly. So the reason w- there's people out there that are saying Abby Phillips was interrupting Vivek Rabaswamy because he wasn't answering the question and he wasn't providing evidence. By the way, he's the one who used the term "inside job" on a debate stage. She's using his words, and that's what Vivek Rabaswamy does. He says things. In an interview, and then when questioned on them, he claims he didn't say it. He does it all the time. It was Vivek Ramaswamy that used the term, quote, inside job on a debate stage 
just a few weeks ago. Abby Phillips is not making things up. And again, you people out there that say, Abby Phillips, she keeps interrupting him because he's not answering the question. The question is, where is your evidence that January 6th was an inside job? Here's a newsflash for you. It's not. It wasn't. And it's been proven in a court of law. Just because you might have some agents in the crowd, and that hasn't even been verified yet, that hasn't even been proven yet. Sometimes when you have large protests that could become violent, you could have some law enforcement officials undercover in that crowd. That doesn't mean it was an inside job. And Vivek Ramaswamy gets on a stage in the Republican debate a few weeks ago, conspiracy theories about Hunter Biden's laptop, conspiracy theories about January 6th, when we know for sure, without the shadow of a doubt, that the overwhelming amount of people that were convicted on January 6th were from right-wing fringe group MAGA supporters. How do we know that? It was proven in court. Many of the defendants who were convicted admitted that they were there and they weren't coerced in going there to no other person other than Donald Trump. We know that because those were their statements in a courtroom. Yet we listen to Vivek Ramaswamy who sadly has a large platform, and there are a lot of fringe right people that like Vivek Ramaswamy, the same types of people that voted for Donald Trump, the same types of people that love Alex Jones, and they listen to Vivek Ramaswamy. Vivek Ramaswamy is a liar, but you know what makes him even more dangerous? Because he knows he's lying. He's not a dumb guy. I don't even think he realizes, though, the dangers of what he's talking about. The people that are responsible for January 6th are the people that had the large platforms like Donald Trump that lied about the 2020 presidential election, saying that Joe Biden stole the election, saying that Democrats stole the election and that uh, Joe Biden was an illegitimate president. And then the people that actually stormed the Capitol, the people that defecated on Nancy Pelosi's desk, the people that went in there with their Confederate flag and their MAGA flags and attacked police officers that day. Yes, it's been proven over 140 police officers were injured that day. People died that day. People died in the coming days, weeks and months. Several officers committed suicide and their family members said they were never the same since that day. So I'm going to take their word over some MAGA supporter that says January 6th was some sort of tourist visit because it wasn't. It wasn't a tourist visit. And Vivek Ramaswamy continues. And here's the part where Abby Phillips continues to question him, asking for evidence that January 6th was an inside job. And here's an example again of Vivek Ramaswamy cherry picking. Why did they suppress footage of now what's been released, 200 hours of footage of shooting rubber bullets into that crowd, shooting tear gas into that crowd? You didn't see that before. You saw what the response was to that. Now you see footage coming out of actually rolling out the red carpet for Capitol Mr. Police allowing people in again, right through the front door. The vast door. majority I mean, of that footage video evidence should have been released shows, before, Abby. Mr. Ramaswamy, the vast majority of the before. footage shows and my police officers being overrun by violent really rioters. That's yeah, I'm gonna give you hard, I'm gonna give you some hard facts. Of it shows. So what, here's what entrapment is. I'm not cherry picking. If I may finish, Abby. If I may finish, Abby. I'm not cherry picking. Examples. He's absolutely cherry picking. Somehow, Vivek Ramaswamy, and I want you to follow me here for you MAGA supporters out there, is making the claim that because there was tear gas and rubber bullets were shot out, 
that somehow that means that the government was behind January 6th, it makes absolutely and positively no sense. Let me be very clear. The people who attacked police officers that day were not members of the FBI or CIA. The people who stormed the Capitol that day and committed very serious crimes were not FBI agents. Those were MAGA supporters, many of them from right-wing fringe groups. That's not an opinion. That's a fact. And Vivek Ramaswamy wants to take 200 hours of, of footage and say that because rubber bullets were shot into the crowd and because tear gas was, sh was shot into the crowd, that somehow that means it's an inside job? The hell is he talking about? And this is the most poignant part of this discussion. Because Vivek Ramaswamy, again, is being pushed and asked, and Abby Phillips from CNN is doing the best job she can do. Vivek was on this show a few months ago. The man doesn't answer questions directly. When put in a corner and asked him to, I guess you could say, defend some of his ridiculous conspiracy theories, he doesn't answer the question. Abby Phillips continues to press him. Where is your evidence that January 6th was an inside job? He talks about everything else, but actual any evidence that would prove that. All he's talked about to this point in the conversation is tear gas and rubber bullets. What the hell does that mean? That doesn't mean it was an inside job. And again, Abby Phillips is pressing him, Mr. Ramaswamy, or I think we should call him Alex Jones II. Where is your evidence that January 6th was an inside job? Three people who were in an alleged plot to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer were acquitted at the end of trial because it was entrapment. That is, government agents put them up to do something they otherwise wouldn't have done. They gave them credit cards with spending limits of up to $5,000, encouraged them to buy munitions, plan something they weren't otherwise willing to plan. So much so, and I want people at home to know this, especially CNN viewers to know this, is that one of the jurors went to those defendants and apologized afterwards, gave him a hug, apologized, seeing what the government had put a poor guy up to. There's a perfect example of look at the shiny object in the room, MAGA supporter, and let's not answer the question. What the hell does Gretchen Whitmer have to do with January 6th? What is he talking about? Abby Phillips is asking him for evidence. And there are people on social media right now that are saying no officers were attacked when literally there's video of officers being attacked. Officers that went to the hospital. There's literally video of officers being beaten with their own batons. And yet there's people that are either ignorant to facts or just ignorant that don't seem to uh, understand fact from fiction that officers were beaten that day. Their eyes attempted to be gouged out, sprayed with bear spray. But yet there are people that will listen to Vivek Ramaswamy or other Republicans on Capitol Hill that say it was some sort of tourist visit, which it obviously wasn't. What it was, was an embarrassing day for this country. What it was, was a bunch of MAGA supporters Many of those people from right-wing fringe groups, by the way, that's not my opinion. It was proven in a court of law. And it was a sad day for this country, and it can't ever happen again. What we need is more accountability. So many of these people that were convicted said they did it because of Donald Trump. If you don't believe me, look at their statements and testimony in courtrooms in this country. Nobody forced them to go there, though. Nobody said you have to be there and you have to break the law. You have to attack police officers. You have to chant, hang Mike Pence. 
Nobody forced them to go there. It wasn't Antifa. It wasn't George Soros. Donald Trump incited that mob. Donald Trump is partially responsible for what took place on January 6th. And if you're one of those people that disagrees with me, let me ask you this question. Months before January 6th, if Donald Trump didn't say the election was stolen, months before January 6th, if he didn't say Joe Biden's uh, cheated, the Democrats cheated, does January 6th still happen? Now, any reasonable person with a brain would say no. That's why Donald Trump is partially responsible for what took place that day. And I guarantee you, we're going to have events like that happening again if he wins in 2024. I'm going to open up the phone lines now before we get to this fake electorate scheme coming up at the bottom of the hour. The number to call 702-221-7283. And that number, if you would like to be a part of the conversation, 702-221-7283. 702-221-SAVE. There are people on social media, some, a few, saying that I am a paid actor. No, sir, I am not. No, sir. These are my opinions. Nobody's telling me what to say. And sadly, some people might not understand it, but these are actually facts. Fact. Over 140 officers were injured that day. Fact. There's no evidence that it was an inside job. Those are facts. 702-221-7283 is the number to call. Let's start off with Jim. Jim, what's going on? Hey, how you doing, bro? Good. Um, you know, I read an interesting article uh, that talked about conspiracy theorists, and it showed a really interesting point. No self-esteem, lacking in confidence, and paranoid. And I thought that's a pretty scary conversation. Now, this came from the American scientific community. I know people are going to say it's a liberal whatever, but it was really interesting when they they said, these are the people that will never believe anything. Yeah other than conspiracies. Yeah, you're right. And you know, it's interesting, Jim, as you're speaking, there are those on social media watching this show that are saying, give me your facts. When I've repeated it, Jim, and you know this over and over again, look at all the people that were proven guilty in a court of law. You can't get more proof than that. Uh, are they are they claiming that all the judges are paid for by George Soros and it's all the Democrats, but yet when a Democrat is convicted of a crime, that's all legitimate. It's just like the election, isn't it, Jim? Of when a Republican yeah, win, when a Republican wins an election, it must have been fair. When a Democrat is indicted or convicted, it must have been fair. But when a Republican is held to account, oh no, it's the Democrats. Let's attack the DOJ, right? When we have something yeah. like January 6th, let's blame Democrats. Exactly. Well, why not? Hey, if, if the system and voting is so corrupt, why don't we go back just for fun for the last 30 years like, why is it only Donald Trump that people <laughs> support when it was it's total falsehood? Because they're brainwashed. I think they're brainwashed. Totally, I mean, I don't even totally. know. I don't even know what else to say, Jim. I think there's a lot of people you know, out my, there that are brainwashed. Hey, Brian, my dad, my dad just passed away. I'm sorry. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. And he was a great guy. He was a great father. He never like he was. But he started watching Fox News about 20 years ago. And. He almost tried to fist fight me at times. That was not my dad. Oh my gosh. You know, like it was, it was, and, and of course, you know, I said to my mom, look, I cannot get into political debates with my father. And yeah. I lost good years. I lost really good years with him. That's really sad. Me. I'm so sad to it hear that. Sad. Jim, I've lost friendships. Yeah. Luckily, uh, you know, I haven't lost any uh, friendships with family members or, uh, you know, that's horrible. Right, 
But I, but I, but I do know this, Jim, that there are people out there that have been brainwashed, and uh, it's it's. Ca- yeah. I know personally. I know people that have divorced. I know people that have. Uh, friend- I've lost some friendships because of it. And listen, I have a lot of friends. I shouldn't say a lot, but I have friends of mine that are Trump supporters. But but we totally. can but we can still have reasonable conversations. I'm not saying everybody on issues, right? Of course, of course. That's yeah, exactly. And and it's not crazy. How do you have a conversation? And my dad, yeah. my dad, uh, Bill O'Reilly. Uh, funny story, if you don't mind. Sure. My uh, brother-in-law uh, worked at Fox Sports. My dad was a Bill O'Reilly fan, and and found out. I said, "Yeah, my brother-in-law works at Fox Sports. Successful guy, whatever." He goes, "Oh, do you think he could get me an autograph um, from Bill O'Reilly?" I'm like, "I don't know, Dad. I guess. I mean, yeah, you're my dad. I'll try." So I went to my brother-in-law. I won't say his name, but I went to my brother-in-law and said, "Hey, my dad kind of wants a, a you know pictured autograph from Bill O'Reilly because that guy's up." asshole. <laughs> okay, Dad. <laughs> well, I, I'll say this in closing, Jim. Unfortunately, uh, there are certain people that you can't really talk to. You can't have conversations with. It's like, are you going to really have a serious conversation with somebody who thinks the earth is flat? Uh, the, pe- exactly. the people out there that think January 6th was some sort of tourist visit. You can't uh, really, yeah. have, you can't really have conversations with people like that. And Vivek Ramaswamy no, is, is, they're like 30, 30%. Oh, he's, he's not. Yeah. 35% of the population just sucks that Kool-Aid in like an IV. They really do. Vivek Ramaswamy is very dangerous. And uh, I'm going to oh, be honest, oh, I was probably way too nice to him when he came on this show a few months ago. I guarantee you if no. he comes back, uh, I won't be as nice, you're, but we'll have to we'll have You're to a wait journalist. You, you're a journalist. You're well, good at what you do. Well, I appreciate you're that. I don't. Cons- I appreciate that. I don't consider myself a journalist. I'm an opinionated talk show. Right. So that's kind of you to yeah, say. Of course. I do try to get things right, though. I try to be factual. That's, There's a difference between fact, opinion fact, and fact, fact right? Fact. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally. Jim, I appreciate you, my man. Thank you so much for calling yeah. in. Okay, brother. Appreciate that. Thank you. Jim's one of my favorite callers. He's, he's a smart guy. Seven and not because he agrees with me on stuff, by the way. 702-221-7283 is the number to call. And again, if you'd like to be a part of the conversation, now's the time to do it before we uh, go to the bottom of the hour with our guest, John Ralston. 702-221-7283 is the number to call. Uh, who are we going to next? We're going to Dave. Dave, what's going on, man? Dave Culkin here, really hot on Kevin Kruger after that win over Creighton. Is this John F. Kennedy Jr. on the line? Mr. Kennedy. Oh, did we lose lose Mr. Kennedy? Did that, am I wrong? Did that sound like John F. Kennedy Jr.? By the way, speaking of conspiracy theorists, speaking of conspiracy theorists, John F. Kennedy Jr. is probably one of the biggest one of them around, by the way. Uh, If you're just joining us, and by the way, the number to call 702-221-7283. And that number to call if you'd like to be a part of the conversation, 702-221-SAVE, 702-221-7283, the number to call. If you're just joining us, Vivek Ramaswamy just recently did a town hall on CNN. And in that town hall, Abby Phillips questioned him and pushed him on his conspiracy theories. And in those conspiracy theories... Vivek Ramaswamy said that January 6th was an inside job. He said it on a debate stage a few weeks ago. He said it on a stage for the whole world to hear, the whole world. And Abby Phillips said, used his own words. And then Vivek Ramaswamy said, don't put words in my mouth. What are you talking about? January 6th was not an inside job. 
And for the people out there on social media that are saying it was, go ahead, call into the show and tell me why you think it was an inside job. And I will treat you just like Abby Phillips treated Vivek Ramaswamy. Give me evidence. You see, folks, because you have a right to your own opinions, but you don't have a right to your own facts. There is literally zero evidence that January 6th was an inside job because it wasn't an inside job. There's no evidence to prove that. And I get so frustrated with people that make those ridiculous claims that are unfounded. It's a lie. And Vivek Ramaswamy is a liar. 702-221-7283 is the number to call. Let's go to Carl. Carl is next up. What's up, Carl? Uh, yeah, but uh, listen, the conspiracy theories is a completely a psychological thing. It's somebody who has mentally gotten to the low point where they believe some kind of a ridiculous uh, thing that can't be proven. So they have to come up with a conspiracy theory to try to prove their own uh, mental condition, uh, the, the, the problems they're having psychologically. They have to try to prove it. And they prove it by coming up with a conspiracy theory that try to make other people believe it. What's even laughable, though, is, you know, there are con- some conspiracy theorists out there. They'll say things and then at least they'll own it. Uh, I don't know if that's good or bad. Vivek Ramaswamy is even worse than a conspiracy theorist because on a debate stage, he calls the events of what took place on January 6th, a quote, inside job. And then when he's questioned on it by Abby Phillips at CNN, he says, quote, don't put words in my mouth. So not only is he a conspiracy theorist, but he's a liar. Well, people, once they bring forth a conspiracy theory, they have to own it. Yeah. By not owning it, you're calling your own self a liar. Yeah. You have to you have to go along and ride with it to the end, yeah. like a Alex Jones, who said that where he's ruined now because of what he said about all those children not being killed or only actors, and yet yeah. he can't change you're his right. mind. Carl, I mean, I, I'm with you, man. I'm with you 100%. Carl, Carl, it's always, always good it. to hear from you. Appreciate the phone call, my sure. friend. 702-221-7283. Let's go to JP. I believe JP is next on Pushing the Limits. Hello, JP. Hey, what's up, bud? Not much. How you doing? Thanks for calling in. What's on your I, mind? I, I, I'm okay. Um, I don't think it was a conspiracy theory, but I do think that it was partially set up. By who? And my proof, my by by Nancy Pelosi. And where's your evidence that Nancy Pelosi helped set up January 6th? Well, first of all, there is the video of her by taken by her daughter where she said, I, I'm glad this is happening. I want to punch Trump in the face. I'm probably going to go to jail. So, so, but I've been on. waiting okay, for this forever. Let's backtrack. Um, Nancy Pelosi never said she was happy January 6th happened. So that's not true, sir. No, I've heard it several times. Okay, well, the next that, thing is, well, she then also, then wait, then you wait, then you need to talk let to me, your doctor. Let me give you a couple examples. Sir, let me give you a couple examples. Well, hold and on then a you second. Me. Well, but, but wait, sir, I, I'm happy to yeah. give you the floor. But you just said something that is not true. Now, I don't know if you're schizophrenic, if you hear voices, with all due respect. I'm going to say it again. Nancy Pelosi never said she was happy that January 6th happened. That is untrue, sir. I'm not going to call you a liar. 
but that's not true. She said, I've been waiting for this for a long time. She wasn't referring. She, you know what she meant? Yes, when she, she was. You know what she said? Okay, she so was. now you're changing and moving the goalposts. First, she said no, she was I'm, happy. Let, let, okay, let, so let me sir, give you, let, let me she, you one other hold thing. On, hold then, on, hold no, on, hold on. No, I want to talk for a second. Okay, well, guess what? It's my show, not yours, so we're going to pod you down now. You just said... Nancy Pelosi said, quote, she was happy January 6th happened. And then when I called you out on it because you're lying, then all of a sudden it's she was waiting for this to happen. You didn't finish the quote, MAGA. What she said was she thought that that was going to happen. She thought that there would be a violent act in Washington, D.C. And the reason why she thought that is because of people like you who voted for Donald Trump and continue to defend him. Does that make any sense, sir? I'm trying to connect the dots for you, sir. And as we pod you back up, uh, as we pod you back up, does that make any sense? supply National Guard. I'm sorry. She, she Another refused, lie. She not refused. true. It is not, not a lie. Not, not the, true. The fucking police chief okay, went okay, on. Okay, now we're going to pot you down. See, MAG is, uh, they throw the F word around and conspiracy theories. Have a nice day, sir. You can't swear on the radio. And I know you get very angry and frustrated when I call you out with your lies. I, I know, I know it's very frustrating for you, but I'm not going to hear your conspiracy theories. What is your name? Not going to do it. Number to call if you want to be a part of the show, 702-221-7283. But I'm not going to let people spout out lies on this show. Nancy Pelosi never said that she was happy that January 6th happened. That is a lie. All right, we're going to go to uh, Ed. I believe Ed is next on Pushing the Limits. Hi, Ed. Thanks for calling in. What's on your mind? Are we are we going to Ed? Okay. Number to call again if you want to be a part of the conversation, 702 702- Two two one seven two eight three is a part of the show. We're talking about conspiracy theories. We're talking about Vivek Ramaswamy, and I think we have several people on the line that are holding. Um, so we're uh, going to go to the next call. We're just waiting. Uh, oh, Julie. Okay, we have Julie up next on pushing the limits. Okay, is that right? Do we have Julie next? Okay, Julie is up next on pushing the limits. Hello, Julie. Thanks for calling in. What's on your mind? Hi, um, Cuban America. And I came in 1999, right? And uh, I am really concerned. I'm sorry about my broken English. That's my okay. Second language, no okay? problem. No problem. Uh, thank you. Yep. Thank you. Um, I am really concerned because of the um, path of this country. I escaped Castro regime, okay? Mm-hmm. I have been, li- I lived 24 years in, on the Castro regime. And many of the people, that, I, that I'm commenting here in Occupy Democrats. They know me because they are always arguing with me. How can you tell us, please? How can you tell us that we went in, uh, to the Capitol with only flags and pepper spray to overthrow the most powerful government in the world? Well, I'm not saying that. Uh, First of all, I'm not saying that. Our law enforcement and our court system did. I don't know anything about you. I don't know if you were there, but I do know that over a thousand people were convicted in the court of law. No, I was not there. Okay. I was not there. Okay, put over. Okay, so are you making the claim that you don't think there are any weapons or nobody nobody went in there with any weapons? Is that the claim that you're making? Well, the footage, the footage, the the footage that was released, that were released recently, Mm -hmm. is so clearly that many people were abused by the police. Many okay? people were... Okay, many did you, did you, maybe you might have missed the video. Where, have where, you watched the video? I've watched all the videos, and I'll also tell you this. Did you miss the videos where some of those uh, insurrectionists were hitting police with their own batons and okay, spraying them? Okay, it was, it was really bad. Okay, listen. It was 
Well, I'm not asking you whether it was bad or not. You're making the claim that there weren't people there that committed crimes. I don't understand what you're trying to say. Crime. Crime. What kind of crime? Riots? That like my, my how, about attacking, how about attacking a police Sorry. officer? How about let, that? Let Is that a crime? Myself, well, you're not doing I'm a very good job. Explain. I, I got to go to the next caller. You're not doing a very good job of explaining yourself when you're making the claim that nobody committed any crimes on January 6th. Have a nice day. I appreciate the call. Uh, 702-221-7283. Uh, let's go to Pam. Pam is next on Pushing the Limits. Hello, Pam. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. I sure. appreciate it. Sure. You know, you know who I am, an ex-mega granny oh. that uh, spent six, 60 days in prison? I did not know that. Well, I want to debunk uh, Nancy Perosky, that prop- propaganda that's going on out there. Just go to my YouTube channel, and I debunk and put out the facts that Nancy was not responsible for the National Guard that day, and that's already been yeah. proven. Well, for anybody that for, back, for anybody that can spell the word fact, they would agree with you. Yeah, but they don't want to hear anything we're saying. You know, I don't know if you're familiar with me, but I'm pushing back on every media. I've been on CNN, and now I went on French 24, an international show, because I'm trying to explain how Trump turned mega into a cult. Trump is a cult leader, period. Oh, and they no have been so loved. He's been, they've been love bombed by him, you know, and gaslighted that they are so brainwashed. They're not going to listen to us, but I, we just keep throwing listen, back those I've, facts. I've seen you on CNN. I know who you are, and I'm glad that you keep doing what you're doing. The problem that I have, and it's a problem that you have too, is that you can speak truth to fiction and you have a percentage of MAGA uh, where they're just they're not going to listen. They're so brainwashed. You heard Trump himself say, if I shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue, they're still going to vote for me. Unfortunately, we can preach and preach and preach facts until the cows come home. And there are just a certain part of the population that are MAGA supporters that just won't listen. Yeah, and that's OK. But you know what? I wouldn't listen either. I was brainwashed. But however, when the facts kept coming and coming and I right. decided to get a little bit of critical thinking and research, they were lying. Right. And that did it. It's like everything they're lying about the uh, January 6th defendants are not getting due process. That's a lie. Yeah. Um, every, everything they throw out there has been debunked and proven. Yeah. And you're it right. Is. It is. But see, yeah. but we don't stop. We keep pushing back with their narrative, even with the smear campaign that's going on out there about me. I mean, they're going as far as docking me, getting birth certificates from my family. I mean, it's crazy. Well, you know, it's just like, uh, what made you believe Donald Trump, though? Because from the start, you you were a Trump supporter. What bought you into Donald Trump? You know, actually, I was always on the fence with him. I I think family and friends that I have. I mean, I have friends with two PhDs. Right. You're supposed to listen to them, right? Right. But they've been programmed, too, and they want their agenda. They want this agenda um, the project 2025, they want Trump to, I mean, not Trump, any president. Yeah. It's the Republicans we got to worry about. It's amazing. They to me, turn this in. You're right. It's, isn't it amazing mm-hmm. that there are people out there that are Trump supporters that actually believe he cares about you, that he doesn't just care about himself. He cares about America and he loves America when his entire life contradicts that. All he's cared about is himself. He would throw his own kids under the bus, bus if he had to. Right. So, I mean, absolutely. It's it's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> it's unfortunate. But all I can say to you is keep up the good fight. You're 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 a good woman. Keep doing what you're doing. We need more people like you out there. Uh, so I appreciate your call. Thank you so much. 
Thank you, Brad. Appreciate you. Uh, I've seen her on CNN before, and um, I'm glad she found the show. I appreciate her calling in. 702-221-7283 is the number to call. And again, if you'd like to be a part of the conversation, 702-221-7283. We're talking about Vivek Ramaswamy, his CNN town hall, which was a joke, not because of Abby Phillips interrupting him, because the guy wouldn't answer a question straight and and spread false, false, uh, just lies, conspiracy theories. All right, let's go to Ed. Ed is next on Pushing Limits. Hello, Ed. Hey, how you doing? Enjoying your show. Thank you, sir. Um, I uh, I have a question, or how you feel about uh, Trump claims he has a blanket immunity as president, and Joe Biden's president. So, if that's true, what what prevents Joe Biden from just eliminating this problem? Um. Well, what do you mean by eliminate? Explain that to me. What do you uh, mean by that? Making it go away. Uh, take it any way you want. It's well, just, I mean, I, I'm not going to. I can't. I can't go there with you, right? Uh, Joe oh, Biden. I know. I, know. I, I can't go there with you. And by the way, I would. I would never condone that either. If, if that's where you're going, um, what Joe Biden can do is what he's continuing to do: calling out the MAGA Republicans, uh, reasonable Republicans, calling out the MAGA Republicans, more Chris Christie's of the world, more Rip Mitt Romney's and Liz Cheney's and Adam Kinzinger's. I want to hear more Republicans calling out Donald Trump, going back to Reagan Republican values, because that's what I believe are are the good Republicans out there, call out the bad Republicans. And you know what? Those are Republicans that I could vote for. I got to be honest with you. I'm getting more and more impressed, even though I'm, I'm, I'm not sure I'm at the point where I would vote for her. But I think Nikki Haley is a decent human being. I like Chris Christie, and I like, you know, the fact that he's on the right side of history these days. Yes, I, I- yeah, I agree, but I think the Republican Party needs to to fail because there's such a small so percentage that uh, know what the Republican Party was supposed to be. That uh, <laughs> these are these are some you know. very weird times we're living in right now, my friend, and um, I'm worried. And the reason why yeah. I'm worried is because I'm not going to sit here and tell you that there's no chance that Donald Trump's going to be the uh, president in 2024. I can't sit here and say that. Do I think it's going to happen? Probably not. But I'm worried because there are a lot of brainwashed yeah. people in this country. And, Absolutely. and, and so I'm worried. Uh, maybe I wasn't as worried a year ago. I'm worried now. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, I appreciate. I, I think we'll be yep. okay as long as the court cases go through before the election. So. I hope so. I hope so. I hope you're right. Because because I'm 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 a little worried, to be quite honest with yeah. you. Um, I appreciate yep. the call, sir. Thank you so much. Okay. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Um, number to call 702-221-7283. And again, that number, if you'd like to be a part of the conversation, 702-221-SAVE. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, there is a fake electorate scheme where six Republicans in the state of Nevada have officially been indicted. Yes, that's right. Including the chair of the Republican Party. Mr. Ronald McDonald, I like to call him Mike McDonald, has been indicted. We're going to talk about that. We'll take a quick break. We'll take more of your phone calls on the other side, 702-221-7283. We'll be back right after this. It's Pushing the Limits. Everybody, are you struggling to find a pizza place that reminds you of Brooklyn? That true blue New York style pie? 
Well, worry no more. Stallone's Italian Eatery Pizza is a knockout. We're located at 467 East Silverado Ranch Boulevard, just off of Premier Road, half a mile east of South Point Casino, just minutes from the Las Vegas Strip. Come by and grab a slice of pie. Plus, check out our Brooklyn-inspired Italian cuisine. Our sandwiches are super hero, that is, because why be a sub when you can be a hero? Stallone's Italian Eatery is here to serve you phenomenal food, Vegas. Forget about it. It's Brian Shapiro from Pushing the Limits here. I want to tell you guys about my good friends at the Postal Annex. They have a notary signing agent, on-site daily, no appointment needed, and they offer a full-scale printing services from shipping labels to documents, business cards, banners, photos, and business signage. They're your passport service headquarters. They offer passport photos, and they can renew your adult passports. If you're traveling in a hurry, they can get those passports to you within seven days or less. Mailbox rentals with a physical street address, and they also receive your packages from Amazon, UPS, FedEx, USPS, and more. Here's the best part. If you're a Pushing the Limits listener, they have an introductory rate of only 39 bucks for a three-month service. You can't beat it. Give them a call. 702-873-8005. Check them out at 6130 West Flamingo Road. It's the Postal Annex. Tell them I sent you. Buying or selling a home is a huge life event that requires guidance from an expert in the industry and community. My name is Blake Wynn. You may recognize my name as my grandfather was the best governor the state of Nevada has ever had. Growing up in Las Vegas, I've come to know this community intricately. Now, I am raising a family here as well. So I understand all the issues impacting our home and quality of life. As the top realtor for the number one real estate team at Keller Williams, you can have confidence in my experience, knowledge, and track record. When it comes to buying, selling, or investing in real estate, choose a name you can trust and someone who understands the community you call home. Call Blake Wynn today and experience the difference of a trusted expert. 702-540-3311. Hungry for the best barbecue in Las Vegas? Come out to the infamous barbecue and meat market, John Moles Meats and Roadkill Grill in Las Vegas. John Moles was featured on the Food Network's Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Now take home delicious meat selections for your grill, and while you're there, grab a bite of the best barbecue in Las Vegas. With two locations now at Tom and Gowan or on North Decatur, you're sure to find the perfect meats for your next barbecue or party. Find us online at johnmolemeats.com. Big Dogs Brewing Company, open 24-7, is an award-winning brewer, a full-service catering business, and a fun, smoke-free brew pub restaurant with a full-service bar, including over 35 craft beers on tap, 35 multi-denomination slot machines, the best gaming promotion, and a lively, dog-friendly outdoor patio. Big Dogs Brewing Company, 4543 North Ratchet Craig. Find out more at BigDogsBrews.com. 
Diners, the Nevada Style Pub invites you to play the best tavern, keno, and video poker in Vegas. Promos are how we roll, so make the most of your gaming dollars here with us. Come play our proud partner gaming promotion, Fly Aviators Fly, and receive daily free play, bonuses, and more. With a chance to win awesome brand of prizes and big money for all the jackpots each week. It's not only great gaming that Diners Pub has, it's a 24 awesome rotating draft beers. Vegas is best appetizers to match. So join us in supporting your Las Vegas Aviators, Golden Knights, Lights, Aces, and the Raiders, as we make history in Vegas. Steiner, the Nevada Style Pub at 8410 West End, 1750 North Buffalo, and Las Vegas Boulevard at Windmill. Steiner, I love this place. Located only four miles from downtown Colorado Springs, at just 10 miles from Pikes Peak, Hyatt Place Colorado Springs Garden of the Gods offers spacious rooms featuring contemporary decor with stylish furnishings, including divided living and sleeping areas, the Hyatt Grand Bed, state-of-the-art media and work center, a 42-inch flat panel high-definition television that easily integrates with laptops and other devices, and complimentary breakfast is included in your stay. Hyatt Place Colorado Springs Garden of the Gods at 503 West Garden of the Gods Road. Visit HyattPlace.com. At the Bagel Cafe, the recipe is simple, good food, and generous portions. Family-owned and operated since 1996, the Bagel Cafe is a unique restaurant where you can get anything your appetite desires, from a bagel and a schmear to piled-high corned beef on homemade rye, fresh fruit platters and salads, or creamy New York cheesecake. Check them out at TheBagelCafeLV.com. The Bagel Cafe, where there's something delicious for everyone. All right, welcome back. It is Pushing the Limits on a Friday. Thank you all for joining us. Appreciate it. Uh, first segment, we were talking about Vivek Ramaswamy and his CNN town hall with Abby Phillips, where... MAGA Republicans are saying he destroyed her and she was interrupting him. He didn't answer a question directly when he said that January 6th was an inside job and he provided literally zero evidence. I had a few MAGA callers, which I welcome, but if you're going to call into a show, don't lie and don't uh, say things that are just completely unfounded and untrue. I had one caller that claimed that Nancy Pelosi said she was glad that January 6th happened. That's an absolute lie. That never happened. Hey, where's your name? And some people would say, well, let the MAGA talk. I don't like to allow people to continue to spew lies and misinformation on this show. We can have a disagreement. If you think Donald Trump was a great president, tell me why. I'll disagree with you, but give me your examples. That's an opinion. I would disagree with you. But when you just make up lies about Nancy Pelosi and say she was responsible for Capitol Police that day, you blame Mitch McConnell, you blame everybody but the people that are actually responsible, then you just are completely, I guess you could use the term complicit, I could use other words, and you don't know what you're talking about. All right, let's take some phone calls, 702-221-7283, and again, the number to call if you want to be a part of the conversation, 702-221-7283. Let's go to Anthony. Anthony, what's going on? Hey, how you doing? I just found your show today for the first time. Man, I love it. Oh, I appreciate that, Anthony. Thank you very much. I don't know. The MAGA, the MAGA people, I don't know if they are really that, that I won't say slow, but <laughs> everything they try to put on President Biden is the same thing that is, 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 is what Trump has actually done and is doing. Yeah, I agree. I think, and, I think Donald Trump is in the bunker. I think Donald Trump has Alzheimer's. I think Donald Trump is corrupt. 
I think Donald Trump has ruined the economy. I think Donald Trump is a narcissist. And I think it's the Donald Trump crime family. So I would agree with you. Amen. And, and, but, the, but what get me is the people that, that I don't know if they actually buy all this stuff or they just don't like liberals and Democrats. Um, I think it's probably a little bit of both. You know, I have people on social media right now that are saying I have Trump derangement syndrome. Anthony, here's what I want you to do. The next time a MAGA says you have Trump derangement syndrome, tell them they have uh, TFS. Do you know what that is? What is that? Trump fellatio syndrome. <laughs> well, you know what? I think they got Biden derangement syndrome because they say <laughs> Biden is tearing the economy up when the economy is actually doing better. I'm, I'm in Mississippi. Yeah. And I'm actually doing better under Biden than I was under Trump. You know what? I believe you. And, and let me take it a step further, Anthony. Those who, uh, you know, uh, when Trump said I can shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and, and they'd still vote for me, he's talking about those people who have Trump derangement syndrome. If you don't think Donald Trump is a criminal, you have Trump derangement syndrome. If you don't think Donald Trump is partially responsible for January 6th, you have Trump derangement syndrome. If you think Donald Trump is the next messiah, uh, then you have Trump derangement syndrome. So I think the people out there that say the Democrats and the liberals or even people like me that are anti-Trump have Trump uh, derangement syndrome are the same people that wear the Donald Trump knee pads every day. They're the ones with the syndrome, not me, not you. That, that's right. But I got one other thing to say. Yes, sir. Now, the, the MAGA people, they better be careful. And my grandparents used to always say, be careful what you wish for. Yeah. If Trump gets back into office, they're not going to him, him and his rich buddies and his family. They're going to they're going to do fine. But the people that that really buy into this stuff and believe it. Because it's all about power. Yeah. With the politician, with Trump and the Republican Party, it's all about power. They don't care about the Constitution. They don't care about law enforcement. Well, Donald they Trump, don't care about Donald, anything. Donald Trump said he wanted to rip up parts of the Constitution a few weeks ago. And I have people in studio and Republicans that are like, I'm a constitutionalist and I'm a big Donald Trump supporter. The man said he was going to rip up parts of the Constitution. I mean, you can't make this <laughs> stuff up, Anthony. It's comical. It is. It is. But once, but once, but see, they want to start with the liberals. Now, once they get the liberals down, and the people that the people that 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 that's following the that that the, the, the MAGA people, if they can't do him any good, if they can't help him yeah. and, and, and benefit him, him and his family, he's gonna turn his back on them just as soon as he gets the Democrats out of the way. Yeah. You're a hundred percent correct. And unfortunately, we're down a very slippery slope and a dangerous path. Not a lot of people out there want to see Trump versus Biden. Uh, I'm, I'm certainly not one of those people. I don't want to see those two people on a debate stage. But uh, at the same time, it looks like that's where we're headed. And it's sad that we can't find better candidates that are running for office. I mean, I'll even include Joe Biden. I don't think Joe Biden's a bad guy, but he's too old. And we need somebody in there that's younger. He is. But, but you know... You know, I'll take the lesser of two evils. I'm with you. Hey, listen, I'm with you. I made a very big <laughs> I made a very big mistake in 2016. I didn't vote for Trump, but I also didn't vote for Hillary Clinton because I didn't want either of them to be the next president. I'll be the first one to admit I made a very Me big either. mistake. I made Me a either. I made a big mistake. Hillary Clinton would have been a much better president. We wouldn't have had a January 6th insurrection. I believe she would have dealt with COVID much better. Uh, and I made a very, very big mistake. But guess what? I ain't making that mistake again. Anthony, 
I appreciate you finding the show, and I appreciate you calling into the program. You call back anytime, my friend. Okay, thank you so hey, much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good thank to hear you. From. And I'm gonna. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Thank be, you, sir. Be blessed. You too. Be you blessed. too. Have a great All weekend. Seven zero two 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 one seven two eight three is the number to call. Again, that number is seven zero two 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 one. Save, even though I can't save all of you. Uh, let's go to Edward. Do we not have Edward? Who's next? Jim? We have Jim up next. Jim, what's going on? Hey, I'm sorry to call again. Um, I just got uh, a, my daughter is going to law school mm-hmm. and she wanted, she heard me say one time the Kool Aid. And I grew up, I was born in 1967. So, Jim Jones, I don't know if people out there realize what that phrase means. And I explained to her, I didn't want to show you this when you were a kid, because Jim Jones took his congregation from Detroit down to Ghana and made them drink the Kool-Aid, which was poison. And she goes, I never knew that. Hmm. She, I, she, she said, I always heard that term, don't drink the Kool-Aid, but she didn't actually know the reference. And I think that's very appropriate. Yeah. You know, yeah, I think you can't worship somebody like a god. No, you shouldn't. And... Yeah. um you know, I think there are uh, people out there in society. Listen, it's not just politicians. There are people out there that look up to celebrities like they're they're God. Correct. Um, yeah. And that's dangerous. You should, you know, you know, you, listen, there's something called a role model or whatever. You think about a family yep. member, your dad, your grandfather, your grandmother, uh, whatever the case may be. And think of those people as idols or, or people that you look up to that you respect. There's nothing wrong with that at all. But when you look at a no. politician, no matter who it is, Republican or Democrat, and you think of them exactly. as some sort of God, then there's something mentally wrong with you. You're mentally ill. Yes, you are. Yeah. You cannot follow a human being. I mean, I'm not a religious person, but I do believe in Jesus in a way. But you can't follow false idols. No, you can't. It will I agree with you 150%. Uh, uh, Jim, thank you so much for calling in. Appreciate yeah, I thought it. Was, I thought it was a weird, just after yeah. we talked, my daughter called me. What no, is Kool-Aid drink? Uh, yeah, no, you're right. You're right, my friend. I, I appreciate <laughs> it. Thanks for calling in. Uh, number right. number to call if you want to be a part of the conversation is 702-221-SAVE, 702-221-7283. So we have this um, Nevada grand jury, uh, and this happened this week, where six Republicans have been accused of a fake electorate scheme to try to overturn the outcome of the 2020 election. There are people here in Las Vegas that know who Mike McDonald is. There are some that defend him. If you don't know who Mike McDonald is, as I like to call him, Ronald McDonald, he's a clown, and I believe he's a criminal, and he is one of those people that has been indicted. So what does this mean? Well, what we know is that General uh, Attorney General Aaron Ford said in a statement that the indictments are the product of a long and thorough investigation. And he said, as we pursue the prosecution, I am confident that our judicial system will see justice done. Now, the fake electors, as I mentioned, involve uh, the state GOP or Clark County GOP charged with offering a false instrument for filing and uttering a forged instrument Those two categories of felonies have penalties that range from one year up to four or five years in prison. We're talking about Mike McDonald and five other of his cronies. Make no mistake about it. What these six individuals did, just like many others throughout the country that I would hope eventually will be prosecuted, 
what many of these people have done and what many of these people I would imagine believe, like Mike McDonald, I, I would assume that many of these people understand that Donald Trump did not win the 2020 election. I would imagine most of them know that unless they're so brainwashed that they can't even admit it. What they did is they are basically saying to you, I don't care whether you're Republican or Democrat, they're saying that your vote doesn't matter. They're saying that they're unhappy with the outcome of a free and fair election, that they're willing to, in this case, in my opinion, anyway, based on the indictment, break the law and erase your votes with fake electorates to try to overturn the outcome of a free and fair election. These six individuals will be prosecuted. I don't think there's any chance that they won't. Probably plea deals. What does it say about the Republican Party? I'm asking all of you this question. On a smaller scale and on a larger scale. You have the face of the Republican Party, the orange face of the Republican Party, if I I add, that is facing 91 felony counts. You have the Nevada GOP chair that is facing very serious felony counts where he could be actually going to jail. When was the last time that we had all these members of the Democratic Party that were facing prison time? When was the last time, in my lifetime anyway, the last 43 years, where we had all these Democrats that were facing jail time, the faces of the party. Don't tell me Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton might have lied about his relations with Monica Lewinsky. Bill Clinton might not be a great guy personally, right? But the front runner and the leader of the Republican Party today, because that's who he is. I know there are some Republicans out there that don't want to admit that. Donald Trump is the leader of the Republican Party. He's the face of the party facing 91 felony counts. His cronies, like Rudy Giuliani, are going to be filing for bankruptcy. You have these fake electorate schemes, not just in the state of Nevada, but in other states as well, led by, you guessed it, MAGA Republicans. The GOP House Speaker is one of them. The guy who can't separate church from state, the guy who has an accountability partner, his son, when it comes to pornography, if that's not weird enough, I don't know what is. They're throughout the Republican Party today. These MAGA Republicans were willing. Why is it that Jim Jordan has defied a subpoena? Why won't he answer questions as to who he spoke to on January 6th? Why won't he testify under oath? And these are the same people that didn't want Hunter Biden to testify publicly. Why is it that in in just the last few months, Donald Trump has refused to testify in some of his own cases in a courtroom? Rudy Giuliani refuses to testify, yet they want to call Hunter Biden a coward? Hunter Biden was in front of the House chambers just the other day. I'm here. I'm going to answer any question under oath. And the Republicans said, no. We don't want that to happen. Why is that? MAGA Republicans out there, I'm asking you, why is that? Why is it that when 
Democrats have to face the music, or in this case, Hunter Biden, he is willing to do so under oath publicly. But yet, when Donald Trump has the opportunity in a courtroom to do that or testify about January 6th, whatever, he refuses to do so. Why is it that Jim Jordan continues to defy a subpoena? Wasn't it Donald Trump that said himself, if you plead the fifth, you're probably guilty? I believe it was Donald Trump that made that claim, wasn't it? Donald Trump's the one who said that. But then when it's them, they plead the fifth. Don't you find that kind of interesting? I'm just throwing that out there. It was literally Hunter Biden that was willing to testify under oath publicly. Republicans didn't want him to do it. Why? What do what are Republicans afraid of? I think I know the answer to that. I'll ask you. But I would say they're afraid of the truth. That's what I would say. All right, number to call again if you want to be uh, a part of the conversation, 702-221-7283. And again, that number is 702-221-SAVE um, if you'd like to be a part of the conversation. So as I mentioned before and as I mentioned again, these fake electorate schemes were happening throughout the country. The chickens are coming home to roost here in the state of Nevada. Six people have been indicted, MAGA Republicans, including the GOP chair here in the state of Nevada. The word accountability is the word that I think of. The word accountability. And again, there are people on social media that are saying that I have TDS. No, the people that can't spell the word fact and the people that have no sense of reality and that are complicit, that look at Orange Turd as their hero, those are the people that have Trump derangement syndrome, not me. I have facts syndrome. Sorry if you don't like facts for some of my MAGA friends out there. I speak the truth. I'm sorry you don't know what truth is and you can't spell the word fact. And you would rather talk about Hunter Biden's laptop. You would rather talk about drag queens and how they're the biggest threat to children out there in this country. You want to talk about something that virtually doesn't exist, like critical race theory. You want to talk about gender ideology. Oh, yeah. Vivek Ramaswamy did it on social media just yesterday. I'm going to read something for you because I think this is really important. This is what Vivek Ramaswamy said on Twitter. He's one of the top Republicans right now, at least one of the top faces in the party. Vivek Ramaswamy said in regards to LGBT and that sort of stuff, he said, quote, gay movement, the sex you're attracted to is hardwired at birth, even though there's no gay gene. Trans movement, your sex is entirely fluid, even though there is a definitive sex chromosome. LGBT movement, you must believe both of those things at once or else you're a bigot. Obviously, that's a ridiculous statement. Vivek Ramaswamy, this is the same guy who thinks if you're trans, you're all mentally ill. That's what Vivek Ramaswamy thinks. So, what Vivek Ramaswamy should probably do is you should probably talk to some people that are gay. Okay? Most gay people in this country didn't wake up one day and said, hey, you know what? I think I'm going to be attracted to men. That's not how it works. Many people that I know that are gay knew that they were gay when they were five or six years old. So it's either one of two things. Either Vivek Ramaswamy is completely ignorant 
Or I'd say the latter, number two, he's just appealing to the base. And we know the base of MAGA supporters out there are anti-gay, anti-transgender. Most people who support Donald Trump are people that are against gay marriage. Most people that support Donald Trump are against people that are transgender. They think a gay pride parade is sinful. So Vivek Ramaswamy doesn't believe that. Vivek Ramaswamy does not believe what he says. I know that might be hard for some of you to believe that there are some politicians out there that don't believe what they say. Vivek Ramaswamy knows that in most situations, being gay is not a choice. But he says it anyway. And he says it because he knows that it will appeal to the MAGA base. He put that on his social media platform yesterday, and Lauren Boebert was slut-shaming Hunter Biden, the same woman who literally performed a sex act in a theater watching the play Beetlejuice with kids around, and we all saw that video, and we all saw what she did. What would happen if there was a video of a Democrat, a prominent Democrat in office, who went to a public theater performing a sex act on another individual? What would Lauren Boebert be saying about that? But these people call themselves really good Christians. These people call themselves people of faith, wholesome Christians, wholesome people. How could you vote for somebody like that? How could you vote for somebody that says one thing and then does something completely different? How? Lauren Boebert talking about somebody in Hunter Biden, who, by the way, was never a politician, just a regular citizen. It just so happens that his father is Joe Biden. Why is it that they go after Hunter Biden? They're upset. I'll tell you why. I think Hunter Biden said it best because they're trying to ruin his father. Because they're desperate. What has James Comer come up with in this Republican-led investigation into Hunter Biden? What has he come up with? Well, he came up with the fact that Hunter Biden is Joe Biden's son. He's come up with that. He's come up with the fact that Joe Biden had a $200,000 loan with his brother. He did come up with that. What what have the Republicans come, come up with when it comes to uh, Joe Biden and this investigation and this possible impeachment or this impeachment inquiry? What have they come up with? 702-221-7283 is the number to call. Let's go to Damon. Damon, what's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, Brian? That oh, was funny to me, the latest one about the hypocrisy. You hear about the uh, head of the Republican Party in Florida and his wife? Tell me. Refresh my memory. Well, the Republican dude, he runs the Republican Party. His wife is Karen's for Liberty. I think that's the name of him. And they he's being accused of raping a woman that had sex with him and his wife. But he showed up by himself. And she didn't want to do it, so he raped her. Those are charges he has faced. He's yes, facing. correct. Yep. This woman all day is banning books about homosexuality Correct. when she's getting down herself. You are 100% correct. The word hypocrisy is a, is a word I use all the time. Don't you find it interesting, Damon, that some people out there, not all, but some of the people out there that are religious zealots, the people out there that preach to God every day, the people out there that you know, speak about being a good, wholesome person and, and, and religious people are sometimes the people that commit the most sins, right? Some of the most religious people in this country on the alt-right are 
the ones that I think have the Trump derangement syndrome, right? Donald Trump can do no wrong. Can you name a bigger sinner? I mean, uh, I mean, nope. I, I, but but yet these are some of the people that preach their religion to us every single day. They want to protect our children, but yet they want, you know, they want to take pictures with their AR-15s and give their six-year-olds handling AR-15s as a Christmas card. It's disgusting. Yeah, you know, but the thing is, Brian, you remember when I told you, I want me one of these Republican women. I can lie to her all day, do this, do that, and she's willing to get down with another woman. I'm looking for these Republican women, Brian. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I can understand why you would say that, Damon, but uh, these are strange times <laughs> we're living in, my friend, and and the next year is going to be a wild ride. There, there's certainly no question about that. Uh, but moving forward, I'm going to continue to do what I try to do, is, which is uh, call out, as you said, hypocrisy within the Republican Party. There are good Republicans out there. I think they're few and far between in 2023. And uh, all we can do is go to the voter box, my friend, and go to the, go to, go to the polls and vote. Amen, Brian. Keep up the good work. Thanks, brother. Damon. Good to hear from you, my friend. 702-221-7283. Again, that number, 702-221-SAVE. Uh, I believe we're going to Dave, who is next. Dave, what's going on? Uh, not much. How's it going there? Uh, doing okay, my friend. Thanks for calling in. What's on your mind? Well, you're new. You just popped up on YouTube, and uh, you oh, immediately sorry. caught my attention. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, uh, I've been watching uh, uh, Ben... Uh, I can't think of that other show. Ben Shapiro? <laughs> no, not Shapiro. Oh, okay. Mer- or something like that. Anyhow, I'd like to take us backward in time just a little bit. I'm a 76-year-old American history teacher. Okay. You mind? No, go ahead. Uh, My brother, who is a staunch Republican, and we are on the outs, and a lot of families I know are on the outs with each other because uh, of... I'm just going to lay it out there because of Donald Trump and the way that he has divided this country. Families have been separated. And my brother looks at me one day after Trump had been elected, much to the horror of most of America. uh, He he looks at me and he goes, I don't understand why you just won't give him a chance. Hmm. Why, Why don't you just give him a chance? Let him at least try to give him a chance. And I looked. I looked at my brother, and I said, "Well, I can, I can, I can tell you why if you really want to hear why." And my brother goes, "Go ahead." And I said, "Because for eight years, and this is going back in time, for eight years from day one, Fox News battered the Obama administration." Correct. And I said, "Your side, the Republicans, didn't give him one ounce of relief." for the eight years that he was president, and they Mm -hmm. tore his Affordable Care Act apart upside down and inside out and made it look Republican. I said, so that's why. I said, eight years, we went through them being, the the daughters being compared to animals, his wife being called this and that and the other. And uh, I said, so if you're wondering why we have low tolerance, there you are. You know what? I It's such a good point that you just made, Dave. I'm even going to take it a step further. When Donald Trump defeated Hillary Clinton, I didn't like Donald Trump. I didn't vote for him. However, when he went into the White House, if you remember, Obama visited him and he seemed like a very tame, almost shocked Donald Trump. I said to myself, exactly. you, know, you know what? Maybe we're going to get a different Donald Trump when he becomes president. And I said in my head and I said on the air, let's give him a chance. 
Let's see what he can do. But clearly he is a malignant narcissist attacking everybody that disagrees with him. And he divided this country. And the same people during the eight years of Obama, which you were talking about and you explained so eloquently, that said that Obama divided the country are the same people that would vote for Donald Trump again that think he thinks he brings the country together. It's absurd. It, it, it is beyond comprehension for, for most of us um, how, bra- how easily brainwashing can happen. Yeah. And, of course, they, they point. I, I wore a T-shirt one time on a cruise I went on with my wife that said yeah. uh, it was a red T-shirt that said, Make America Read Again. <laughs> and, <Can> I? <laughs> That's funny, actually. And... And got to give that to Floyd know, Mayweather. This, oh wait, that was a cheap this, shot. This lady came up to me in the dining hall, and she said, um, "She said I love your T-shirt." And I go, "Oh yeah, well thank you." And she said, "I love the message." And I go, "Yeah." I said, "What do you think the message is?" And she said, "Well, duh, obviously it's about you know the Democrats." And I just, my, my bottom jaw just just dropped to the floor. Can I ask you something? You're a history teacher. Uh, I wanted to ask you this. All this nonsense from the far right about critical race theory being taught in our schools. When I, when I grew up, I, I, I wasn't taught critical race theory. Maybe there's a couple of professors in some colleges that are teaching it, but they're making it sound like our children are being indoctrinated, critical race theory. You're a history teacher. Are you teaching critical race theory? Yeah, um, there's no such thing as critical race theory. Mm-hmm. Absolutely no such thing. Read Huckleberry Finn sometime, okay? Read uh, To Kill a Mockingbird sometime. You know what? There's no such thing as critical race theory. Mm-hmm. There's there is only teaching the truth. And I we the history teachers were who I taught with had that sign. You know the the typical historical sign on the wall. If you don't learn. Uh, from history, you're going to repeat it. And, you know, there's no such thing. They just made up this expression that can fall under a certain category that says, oh, you don't want to hurt white people's feelings because, geez, if we didn't do it, it, it was our great-grandfather that did it. So right. why, why are you pointing culture the finger wars, at us? Culture wars. You know, it's like Candace Owens. I can't stand her. Candace, it's all made up. Yeah, Candace Owens wants to talk about critical race theory, and it's interesting because she also uh, makes some idiotic claims. Like, she'll always say, why are all these transgenders in society now? Why are all these gay people here? Any person with a brain would understand the reason why it appears as though there's more transgenders now than there were maybe 10 years ago is because it's more socially accepted now. There were a lot of Candace Owens out there, uh, you know, more at least five or 10 years ago. Being gay, being transgender is more socially accepted now. It doesn't mean that they weren't out there back then. They just didn't feel as comfortable in their skin and, and being out there and being who they are. Why is it so hard for people to understand that? Well, Renee, Renee Richards uh, set the bar for that when when uh, she played Billie Jean King and and uh, she got her butt beat by Jilly, Billie Jean King. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, yeah, that's the first time I think then when America really was aware. Hey, what you know? What's going on? There are people who aren't satisfied with their gender, and they want to become the gender that their brains telling them to become. Right, right. Uh, but 
Yeah, it's been with us. It's been with us all the way back to biblical times. It just wasn't talked about. And I read an, a stat one time that said at least 10% of the of the population in every culture is uh, is homosexual. Yeah. And I think that's true. And it, whether or not we make homosexuals hide in closets because they're homosexual, or whether we get them out there and say, hey, you know, this is me. Uh, and there's not much you can do about it except and it's not, I'm going to continue you know, to be me. The Pete Buttigieg's of the world, uh, you know, there are people obviously more certainly on the left in the Democratic Party that are gay because I believe the party is more socially acceptable, uh, people like that. And then people on the right, I think they're afraid to be who they are. And that's really uh, well, sad and it's unfortunate. You're absolutely right. And, and the ones that are gay that are yeah. in Republican families, of which I know two or three, uh, are uh, made to feel like it's not quite the right thing to do, and, and it's just right. a sad situation. Well, Dave, I appreciate uh, you talking yeah, with me. Dave, I don't want to take up all of your you. time. <laughs> no, thank you for doing what you're doing, Dave. Keep up the good work, my friend. Thank you for being a history teacher and, and teaching people actually facts. Doesn't sound like you're yep. indoctrinating kids. Appreciate you, Dave. Thank you so much. Only with the truth. <laughs> yes, yes. Let's indoctrinate our, our, our kids with the truth. Thank you, Dave. Good to hear yeah, from you, my friend. That's the new American slogan. Yeah. I indoctrinate me, me with the truth. Thanks for talking. Yeah, you're the best, Dave. Thank you so much. Uh, right, bye-bye. I, I vote Dave for president. I don't care how old he is. Dave's my guy. That guy's awesome. Call back anytime, Dave. F- glad you found the show. Uh, number to call, by the way, 702-221-7283. I'm going to have a little fun now because not that I haven't been having fun since the show started, but. I've never been a big fan of Meghan McCain. Uh, Utmost respect for her late father, John McCain. War hero. And I feel like one of the best moments uh, in in my lifetime from a political standpoint was when he was running for president against Barack Obama. And there was an ignorant lady in the crowd, ignorant racist lady in the crowd who takes the mic and, and, and calls Barack Obama an Arab and, and just really ignorant statements, right? McCain takes that mic out of her hand and he says, no, ma'am, no, ma'am. Barack Obama is a decent man. He's a good family man. We just happen to disagree on policy. Donald Trump would never do that. Many MAGA Republicans in office today or running for office would never do that. And at that moment, I said, yes, this man's a war hero. Yes, he risked his life for this country. And I have the utmost respect for anybody. Listen, even Ron DeSantis. I'm not a Ron DeSantis fan, but of course I respect his service. I said, John McCain is a good man. And if he becomes president, he's going to be a good president, regardless of Sarah Palin. I think his daughter's an embarrassment. Meghan McCain, who is no longer on The View, is to me at least the definition of somebody who was born into celebrity status, didn't work hard to to get, didn't have to work hard anywhere. She had some internship at, at, at a movie company, one of the movie studios, and then all of a sudden she gets a job on The View. And Anna Navarro has been calling her out for a while now since she left the show uh, about, you know, being uh, born into this family and not working hard and being a spoiled brat, so to speak. So 
Somebody on YouTube put together a pretty good video of this, and it's gonna. Uh, I'm gonna play for you a little bit of what Anna Navarro had to say on the View, and a little bit of his commentary, and then uh, a little bit of what we're talking about when it comes to uh, Meghan McCain. Have a listen to this. Nobody has an issue with a Gwyneth Paltrow or a Lisa Eliza Minnelli or a Mitt Romney. These are people who may have started off as a Nepo baby, who may have started off with doors opening because of who their father or their mother was, but who worked, who've earned it. Yeah. The people who give Nepo babies a bad name. Are you ready for it? This Kraken has some bite. Are the people who start every sentence with my father. Well, that sounds familiar, like really familiar. Like even someone who used to be on the view. My father, 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 are the people who are talented adults. My father, my father, my father, my father, my father, my father's my father, my father, my father, my father, my father. And instead of being humble and grateful for the opportunities they are given because they won the ovarian lottery. My father, 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 are toxic. Raps entitled and privileged. My father, my father, my father's my father, my father's my father, my father, my father, my father, my father, who make everybody's life hell because they know they can't be fired because of who they are. Amen. Amen, Anna Navarro. She is 150% correct. We all know somebody like that in our life that was maybe born into money or born into a certain type of status. Maybe it's somebody that is a CEO of a company that you worked for who you can't stand, somebody that's a talentless clown that didn't have to work hard to be where they are today, and Meghan McCain is the poster child of Nepo Babies. So I went on social media today tagging Meghan McCain with that audio clip because Meghan McCain went on social media today saying she's going to talk to her attorneys about a possible lawsuit Oh, uh, one thing though, uh, Anna Navarro didn't mention your name, you, you dummy. But so I, I went on her social media and I said, nothing they did is against the law. You're not going to get a defamation suit because they didn't mention your name. And even if they did, they're entitled to their opinion. They're not defaming you. They didn't like working with you. And I agree. What has Megan McCain done in her life? What has she done in her life that you think she deserves a seat on The View? You can say what you want about The View. She interned for six months at some movie company, some production movie company. That's it. She has no resume other than being the daughter of John McCain. And Anna Navarro eloquently pointed that out. So I went on social media and I said that and I was blocked by her. Today, on social media, on Twitter, within 45 seconds of tweeting that out. Now, usually, unless somebody threatens me, unless somebody's, you know, making racist, anti-Semitic comments or, or, or those types of things, I don't usually block people. It does happen, but I usually don't do that. Megan McCain is the type of person is when you set her straight and when you, when you deal with some, not all, but when you deal with some of these Nepo babies... They're around yes people their whole life. Yes, Donald Trump being one of them. And when you challenge them on anything, these Nepo babies get very, very defensive. When you call out these Nepo babies, the Meghan McCain's of the world, who is absolutely a Nepo baby, 
Nobody would know who Meghan McCain is if her father wasn't John McCain. We all know that 150%. Now, I have a lot of respect for Gwyneth Paltrow, regardless of who her family is, because she's proven she's a very successful woman, a great actress. I think she's a really good actress. Maybe great is the wrong word, but she's a really good actress. What is Meghan McCain good at besides saying, my daddy, my daddy, my daddy? Does Meghan McCain have any good takes? Would you consider Meghan McCain a really distinguished and intelligent political pundit? Is there anybody out there that would say Meghan McCain was really good on The View? She's terrible. She interrupts. She's loud. She doesn't understand anything about foreign policy. She doesn't understand anything about policy, even her father's opinions or policies. All she does on occasion is attack Donald Trump because Donald Trump was so terrible to her family. And yes, I will defend her for that. I know people personally who have been on The View, and they told me that Meghan McCain couldn't have been worse to them personally. So Meghan McCain now has said, that she's talking to her attorneys and she's considering legal action against Anna Navarro and The View. First of all, last I checked, you probably need to say somebody's name and you can't prove that what Anna Navarro said isn't true. Megan McCain, in fact, to the contrary, Megan McCain has taken advantage of who her father is. That's not against the law, by the way. But if people like Meghan McCain and other Nepo babies out there want to go after Hunter Biden, then maybe they should look at themselves in the mirror. Look at Matt Gates, DUI Matt Gates. We all know who his father was, a politician. And during that time, Matt Gates got some DUIs. And he got that slap on the wrist because Matt Gates was and still is a Nepo baby. Eric Trump. Donald Trump Jr., as I like to call them, Uday and Kuse, Ivanka Trump, have they ever been held to account? What have they accomplished in their life? Those are what we call, ladies and gentlemen, Nepo babies. And when you get a half a, mil- a billion dollar, I'm sorry, half a billion dollar company from your father, in this case, Donald Trump, was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. Donald Trump is also the definition and the poster child of a Nepo baby. Now, if somebody could tell me what Meghan McCain is good at, besides spouting out nonsense on Twitter, then tell me. I'd love to hear you. What 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 are her talents? What is she good at? Even Republicans that can't stand the view, and there probably are a lot of them out there because the view certainly leans way to the left, even though Abraham is certainly not a Republican. She speaks the truth, and I understand that there's a lot of Republicans out there today that can't spell the word fact. I, I, I have sympathy for you. But yeah, the view leans to the left. There's no question about that. They had Hasselbeck, who I think was actually better than Meghan McCain. But tell me, what did Meghan McCain do in her life to deserve that seat? What did Meghan McCain do in her life that would lead you to believe that she had the experience, she had the knowledge to speak for Republicans on The View. Really, I'm open ears. I'd love to hear it. There's a reason why she's not there, and there's a reason why she was terrible on that show. 
because she doesn't know what she's doing. She's not very intelligent. And she, I don't think she's a very good person. Uh, listen, her mother, very fine lady. Classy lady. Her late father, John McCain, war hero. Decent man. A man of decency. He'd be rolling around in his grave right now if he knew what was going on in, within the Republican Party. And he knew it was headed in that direction. He warned the Republican Party. He knew this is what was going on. And I know he would defend his daughter till the cows come home. Every father should. I get that. Megan McCain is not going to be filing a lawsuit. She's not going to get any money. And she should just go away. Megan McCain is a clown. She's a trust fund baby. She is a Nepo baby. And she happens to be a Nepo baby that is talentless. Megan McCain and Donald Trump Jr., Megan McCain and Eric Trump, Megan McCain and Jared Kushner have a lot in common. The only difference is Megan McCain's parents respected people. Is there anybody out there who respects Jared Kushner? Is there anybody out there really who thinks that Jared Kushner deserved to be in the position he was in within the Trump administration? Really? Is there one person out there that thinks he was the right guy for the job? Well, apparently the Saudis did right because they paid him over $2 billion. But Republicans don't want to talk about that, do they? No. Republicans don't want to talk about the fact that Jared Kushner received over $2 billion from the Saudis and that Ivanka Trump received over $600 million from, from trademarks she got from China. No, Republicans don't want to talk about that. They just want to talk about Hunter Biden. They want to talk about Hunter Biden's laptop. The fact that he received $50,000 a month from Barisma. And they want to try to connect the dots and make the claim that Joe Biden was a part of Hunter Biden's business dealings. By the way, there's zero evidence to prove that. Oh, but this person testified this. That person testified that. Where's your evidence? Were they under oath? Of course, the answer is no. Hunter Biden's not a good guy. He's had his demons, drug addiction, which, by the way, I would never mock. Just that I wouldn't mock Donald Trump Jr. if he's snorting cocaine, which I suspect he probably does. But I wouldn't make fun of him for that. There are a lot of people in this country that have serious drug problems. And clearly, Hunter Biden was one of them. And I'm glad he's doing better now. But isn't it interesting that when a Democrat is suffering through something, when somebody like Fetterman has a stroke, I'm going to I'm going to explain it like this. And you can you guys can tell me out there on social media if you want to call in whether you agree or not. I'm going to give you a fundamental difference between Republicans and Democrats. Here it goes. So. When Mitch McConnell froze up and it's happened multiple times, I'm not a doctor. I don't pretend to be one on the radio, but I think we all could probably agree he was suffering some sort of medical episode. I don't know what it was, so I'm not going to speculate. But I think we all could agree, some sort of medical episode. And it happened a couple times now. Elected officials, Democrats across the country, hope you get better. Thoughts and prayers. We wish you the best. And it was Joe Biden, our president, that picked up the phone and called Mitch McConnell. He didn't call him with a conspiracy theory. He didn't tell him that he needed to be outed from office. No. According to Mitch McConnell, they had a very pleasant conversation and Joe Biden was only calling him to see how he was doing and to wish him well. Say what you want about Joe Biden. Not a bad guy. It's the right thing to do. It's called empathy. And that's what Joe Biden did. 
But why is it that when Paul Pelosi is attacked with a hammer and almost is murdered, you don't hear a lot of elected officials that are Republicans that are thoughts and prayers for the Pelosi's and we hope he has a speedy recovery. There were some. But why is it Matt Gates and Ted Cruz and fringe right politicians said that it was some sort of gay relationship and that Paul Pelosi let him in? Now, we learned based on the investigation that that was not true. That was a lie. Did they apologize? Did they say that they were wrong and that they rushed to judgment? No, no apologies from the right. None at all. You don't have to like John Fetterman. You don't have to like his policies. But after John Fetterman had a stroke, it was Matt Gates who called him a vegetable. Why is it that we get this sort of hateful rhetoric from the right, but we don't seem to get that from the left, do we? At least not in these circumstances. Why is that? Why is that? Today, if Joe Biden froze and had the same types of medical episodes that Mitch McConnell had, I can guarantee you that Republicans would be all over it. Sean Hannity would be leading with it on his show today. Laura Ingram would be leading with it on her show today. Joe Biden, mentally unfit for office. Heck, they do that now. Imagine if Joe Biden had that same medical episode freeze up a couple times that Mitch McConnell had. Republicans would be salivating at the mouth. We wouldn't hear, geez, Joe, we hope you get better. We wouldn't see Republicans picking up the phone. Wishing Joe Biden well, hoping he makes a speedy recovery. No, they'd be attacking him. But when it happens to a Republican, we hope you get better. Thoughts and prayers with your family. So is it a stretch for me to say right now that many of the Democrats that are in office today have some empathy, that Joe Biden is an empathetic person? Did Donald Trump pick up the phone and wish Mitch McConnell well? No. Did Donald Trump pick up the phone and wish Paul Pelosi well? No. Did Donald Trump pick up the phone and wish John Fetterman well? No. Why? Because Donald Trump doesn't care about anybody but himself. Did uh, And I would say the same for many of those on the fringe right. That is the fundamental difference today, in my personal opinion, between those on the alt-right and those on the left. I believe those on the alt-right don't have empathy. They don't care about people. They play political games. And Jim Jordan is the poster child for where the Republican Party is out today. They're not lawmakers. They're noisemakers. Gymnasium Jordan, in my opinion, based on the evidence, and I've interviewed some of these kids that were on that wrestling team, Jim Jordan enabled kids to be sodomized. And Jim Jordan, who has now defied a subpoena for how many days, wants to lecture us about Hunter Biden and, and, and about Democrats that should testify under oath. By the way, Hunter Biden was more than willing to do so the other day. And Gymnasium Jordan is the one that wants to lecture us on subpoenas and testifying under oath. I mean, you have to be freaking kidding me. This has to be a joke. It's a sad, sad joke, ladies and gentlemen, where the Republican Party is at today. Listen, I'm not happy with both parties. I'm not happy with those that are on the extreme left today. 
I'm certainly not happy with those that are on the right. I tend to agree with Democrats more today than Republicans on nine out of 10 issues, especially uh, social issues today. But whether we're talking about Meghan McCain being a Nepo baby, or we're talking about a fake electorate scheme where six Republicans in Nevada were indicted, or whether we're talking about Vivek Ramaswamy and his conspiracy theories about January 6th, we all have a very important, an extremely important job to do come this November, and that's vote. Because I can guarantee you this, the more people that vote, the better chance that Republicans are not going to be in office. They're going to lose elections. They had a terrible 2022 midterms. Why? Why? Because their platform is based on what most Americans don't want, which is making abortion illegal. But they don't even seem to understand that, and they can't get out of their own way. They can't separate church from state. They can't come up with a replacement plan for Obamacare, but they still want to bitch and moan and blame Joe Biden for all their problems. It's sad. It's pathetic. And it ain't getting any better anytime soon. I'll tell you that right now. Take a few more phone calls if you want to join the show. We have a few more minutes for phone calls. 702-221-7283. And again, that number, if you'd like to be a part of the conversation, 702-221-7283. If you'd like to be a part of the conversation, let's go to Edward. Edward is next up on Pushing the Limits. Hello, Edward. Hey, Brian. How's it going? Happy Friday, man. Happy Friday. What's on your mind, man? Nothing much, man. Just thinking about what you're saying about, like, you know, I know it's always been a debate, like, Democrats versus Republicans, but some of the people you get on your show, do you really believe they actually have a chance of winning? Like, uh, realistically, or is it well, realistically? I've, I, I, well, I've had a lot of different people on my show, so it depends. You have. You have. It depends who you're referring to. Um, I mean, you've had porn stars, perverts, <laughs> uh, uh, a few other people. Different. Well, Anthony Weiner's not uh, running for office anymore, so. Uh, I, know, I, know, I, know, um, I know, I know, I know, I know. As far as Evan Stone... <laughs> Uh, probably not. Evan's a really nice guy and I enjoy the conversation we have, but if somebody's willing to come up, listen, I had Vivek Ramaswamy on last month. Yeah. Uh, does he have any chance of being, does he have any chance of being the president? Absolutely not. Probably but not. you know, I'll still invite them to come on and pick their brain. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's good. It's a good educational thing to see what they're thinking and seeing where it goes. I understand too, you know? Yeah, sure. So Listen, um, I thought that about Donald Trump in 2016 when he was running against Hillary Clinton. I seriously yeah. thought that uh, mm-hmm. Donald Trump didn't have a chance to defeat Hillary, and I was wrong. So I'm never going to say never. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm never going to say never. But let's be honest. I think you and I both agree it's going to be uh, Trump versus uh, which, uh, Biden round two this time again. Don't you, sadly, don't you think so? Sadly, yeah, I agree. Sadly, unless one of them croaks, which I'm not rooting for, but I'm saying I don't think there's no. any other way that either of them uh, are not going uh, to be the front runner for either party. Uh, I think there's probably a 99% chance that that's going to happen. I'm going to go with and I'm well, going to say that. Well, since we've talked about the president, who do you think the vice president may become? Uh, for which person? For both sides, who do you, who uh, are you picking? Like who are, who's your view? Joe, who's your favorite? Well, well, there's a difference between who's my favorite and who they're going to pick. I'll answer. Who, I'll, who's I'll, a legit? I'll who's answer, a logistic front runner? Well, I'll that? answer your first question. Joe Biden's uh, Kamala Harris is is going to be running with Joe Biden again. I don't think there's any chance okay. that 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 he picks somebody else. Uh, that's for a lot yeah. of different reasons. Number one, he would lose a lot of the black vote. A lot of Democrats would be very unhappy with him. So that's. Uh, do I want someone else to be his vice president? 
Absolutely. Uh, Hakeem, Hakeem yeah. Jeffries, Booker. Uh, I'd go with mm-hmm. Shapiro out there in Pennsylvania. There's a lot of people yeah. that Joe Biden can pick young up-and-comers. Uh, when it comes to Donald Trump, he's going to pick some yeah. lunatic on the far right. It could be Kerry Lake. It could be Marjorie Taylor Greene. It could be Vivek Ramaswamy. It's going to have to be some crazy lunatic right-wing mag. I can guarantee you he's not going to pick any moderate Republican uh, to be his vice president. I mean, I, you listen, don't think it could be Nikki Haley. I doubt it. Uh, you don't think the you don't think the governor from Florida maybe say hey no, you know what maybe I'll no. step down as president and maybe take no. a VP nomination? No, no, I don't think DeSantis is going to do that because he has aspirations maybe in 2028 to be the next president of the United States, and I think it would ruin his chances there. No, I don't think there's any chance that Ron DeSantis. And by the way, I don't think Trump would pick him either. Okay. Yeah. We look at history. A lot of VPs became presidents afterwards. Sure. Too. Sure. It's it's very it, very possible. Was. But I think that if if Donald Trump is going to pick somebody on the fringe alt right, that's what I think. By the mm-hmm. way, I have some breaking news that I want to share with all of you while you're on the line. Rudy Giuliani was just ordered to pay 148 million dollars for damaging these Georgia election workers. He is going to be broke for the rest of his life, and he's probably going to go to jail within a year or two. Uh, this was a guy who a lot of people looked at as some sort of hero as the mayor of New York City. And now he is known yeah. as someone who defamed these individuals and now has to pay up one hundred and forty eight million dollars. So Rudy Giuliani's never going to have money for the rest of his life. So he became the savior of New York to the center of the of the United States. I guess you the could biggest center. I guess you could say that, my man. I guess you could say that. I mean, there's a, there's yeah. something there's something to work with on that. You'll, uh, yeah, yeah, you'll figure it out. Yeah, you're right about that. Edward, good to hear from you. And I hope you have a wonderful weekend. OK. All right, guys. Peace. Thank you. Appreciate that. Number to call 702-221-7283. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen, the breaking news. Rudy Giuliani has been ordered in a courtroom to pay $148 million to these two election workers. Listen, there is no such thing as freedom of speech when it doesn't pertain to the government. You can't defame people and then those people suffer for it. These two individuals that he defamed, he lied about them. He said they were overturning votes, which was a lie. That was proven. And because of the verbiage that Rudy Giuliani used, guess what? They received death threats. I played some of them on the air. Uh, They were being followed. Weird people knocking on their doors. Their lives were ruined. Do I think $148 million is a bit much? Well, uh, from what I've heard, Rudy Giuliani is not even worth $30,000 right now. He couldn't even really buy a car, maybe a used car. He's broke. So I think this is going to be uh, O.J. Simpson all over again in, in one aspect of it. I know Rudy Giuliani is not liable for murder, but his entire life now, Rudy Giuliani, any money that he earns, he's going to have to give the brunt of that to these two women. He's never going to have money for the rest of his life, or he's going to have to hide his money, one or the other. Um, all right. There's somebody, uh, on social media that's saying, are you denying election fraud? It's interesting because these, these magas don't seem to want to listen. So I'm going to speak very slowly to a guy by the name of Mark, who doesn't seem to listen to what I have to say. As I've said before, and I'll say again, and I'll speak slowly. So you understand there's going to be some levels of election fraud in every election. But that doesn't mean that there was something called widespread voter fraud that would lead anybody to believe that an election could have been stolen. Do you understand the difference, sir? Never have I ever said that there wasn't any type of election fraud in any election, including 2020. 
but nobody has been able to prove that there was widespread voter fraud. So, Mark, you can say I'm wrong until the cows come home. You have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. And it doesn't make any sense for me to have a conversation with somebody like that because you're the kind of guy that's going to say the earth is flat and the sky is purple. Oh, but you're wrong, Brian. You don't know what you're talking about. You're wrong. Donald Trump won that 2020 election. Okay, you just go ahead and believe that and the earth is flat. You go for it. You probably still believe in the tooth fairy. Maybe if one of your teeth gets knocked out, Maybe you could just put that tooth underneath your pillow, and then if you're living by yourself, maybe you'll find a, a Benji in there when you wake up in the morning, too. I, I must be wrong about that also. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm right. And let me also be very clear on something. There's a difference between having an opinion and having facts, or having facts to back up your opinion. To conclude, January 6th was not an inside job. And Donald Trump didn't win the 2020 election. And if you believe any one or both of those things, then you are no better than Alex Jones, who, by the way, is back on X, regretfully so. Um, I, I, I hate to admit that, but yeah. Elon Musk likes those conspiracy theorists. He likes the Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s. Uh, he likes the Alex Jones of the world. And I think there's a difference between freedom of speech when it pertains to the government okay. and then freedom of speech when it's private business. All right. We'll take a few more phone calls. I promised people that I would take a few more calls. So why don't I do that? People are waiting very patiently on hold. 702-221-7283 is the number to call. 702-221-7283. Let's go to Larry. Larry's next up on Pushing the Limits. Hello, Larry. What's going on? How you doing? Pretty good. This is pretty cool, man. I'm just going through what I... I happened to see you guys talking. Demo oh, I got the radio. I should turn the turn the thing off. Yep, there's. A uh, I see you. Uh, you're cutting down my man Giuliani. That's a beautiful thing. <laughs> well, it's a beautiful thing. You know, I got to be honest with you, Larry. Um, after 9/11, I think a lot of people looked up to Rudy Giuliani, and rightfully so. I, I, you know, I, I, I believe you're right. I really did. Thought he was yeah. like a god. Yeah, but but these days he's he's a disgraceful man. He really is. He's, he's disgraceful. Come to the earth, to put he, it mildly. He really is. And you know what makes it? Even, Larry, did you see what he said outside the courtroom the other day? When a judge, a judge already decided that he defamed these two women, and then he does the same thing. He does the same thing outside the courtroom. It's crazy. I, he's he's pathetic. I think I mean, he yeah. really is. For a living being, he is pathetic. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. But then again, I'm pretty much 100% Democrat. Yeah. Well, I don't and, think you... I don't, let me be clear. You don't have so to be a Democrat to, be, to call oh, Rudy right. Giuliani disgraceful. If you're, a de if you're a decent human being, I don't care what you are, Republican, no. Democrat, Independent, Rudy Giuliani yeah. is a disgrace to this country. He's dis a disgrace to his family and a disgrace to New York City. He is brown-nosed Donald Trump. He has lied for Donald Trump. He has attacked our democracy. He has defamed innocent individuals. And because of that, he is going to pay the price, and he will probably die in prison. With no money. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. He definitely doesn't have any money, or at least he's not going to no, have money soon. Yeah, you're right like about that. The orange-haired guy, he's got no money neither. Yeah, well, he'll lead to, he'll lead you to believe he's still a billionaire. He's a brilliant businessman, right? And I'm the Pope, and I'm the Pope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's, brother, what's your name, man? I missed your name. Well, people call me a lot of different things, but you can call me Brian, and it's a pleasure uh, for you to call in, Larry. I appreciate okay. hearing from you. Thank you so much, uh, sir. And Brian, thank you for talking to me, man. Absolutely. You call back Have a good any, day. You call back anytime, my friend. Thank I you so will, much. Buddy. Yeah. Take care of yourself. Okay. So so you too. I, thank you. Seven oh two 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 one seven two eight three is the number to call. And again, that okay. number seven oh two 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 one seven two eight three is the number to call if you want to be a part of the conversation. So we had a Dave that called in earlier and he said he had a quick follow up. So uh, I'm in a good mood today. So we will I, I will allow people to do a follow up. Dave, what what's up, man? Lower your uh, lower your feet if you can because we're on a little bit of a delay, my friend. Yeah, I'm going to stop it. There you I just go. Ha- I had a little bit of a follow-up. I don't want to take a whole lot of time yep. in relationship to ec- election fraud. Yes. And the claims that were made, steal, you know, uh, stop the steal. Well, the only steal that was stopped was on January 6th. Yeah, you're right. The when Donald Trump tried to, tried to steal the election. You're not going to get and an argument if, from me. If, yep. If he got his way, if he got his way and got a recount in every state, he might be surprised at what that recount was because it might not have worked out in his favor. Well, there actually were a lot of people. There there actually were a lot of people don't understand that. In some counties, there actually were recounts. Do you remember? Do you remember the Arizona recount where they actually found more more votes for people on the left than on the right? I mean, it's comical. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and Arizona came in last on the uh, fake electors yeah. here. And so we still are waiting to see uh, yeah. where where that's going to lead. But yep. that's that's all. Thank you. Dave. I just wanted to add. I appreciate to that conversation. And you're, okay? you're, you're absolutely right. Thank you for the call, Dave. I appreciate that. Seven oh two. Thank you. Seven oh two 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 one seven two eight three. And again, seven oh two 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 one seven two eight three is the number to call. You know, it's interesting because I try to speak fact to fiction on this show and it's okay to have different opinions right just don't lie that's all i ask don't uh mischaracterize my opinions or what i say and just don't come up with things that are just baseless we could all have differences of opinions but it's interesting on social media it doesn't matter whether i'm on tiktok or x or youtube uh whatever wherever entity you're watching or listening and people will call me a liar they'll say i'm fake news they'll call me a liberal which by the way i'm not but the ad hominem attacks, but they won't come up with reasons why. And I get this every day on social media. I get this every single day. And my response to somebody is, okay, let's have a conversation. What did I lie about? What's not true? You lied about January 6th. Okay. What did I lie about? What I've said about January 6th is consistent since day one. Over 140 officers were injured that day. There's video that proves that. Over a thousand people were indicted, more than a thousand actually, and have already been charged with at least one crime. That's already been proven in a court of law. All of those defendants had the opportunity to defend themselves. Many of those defendants admitted guilt in a courtroom and were sorry for what they did. Now, whether you think they're genuine or not is, is something else. Um, and Donald Trump 
is the reason why it happened in the first place. If he didn't lie about the 2020 election and say it was stolen, those people wouldn't have been there. At least those people wouldn't have stormed the Capitol. For the most part, that's really all I've said about January 6th and that it can't happen again. And it was in a very embarrassing day for this country. So where are the lies? I'll give you some lies about January 6th, all put forth by the right. George Soros was responsible. Antifa was responsible. Democrats were responsible. Nancy Pelosi called off the National Guard. That's a lie. It's been debunked and proven. What we know is that Donald Trump was sitting on his ass in the White House for five hours. Testimony from witnesses that were working within the Donald Trump administration. He was sitting in a room watching it all unfold while his wife, I can't believe she's still his wife. There has to be a money financial situation there. Refused to also put up anything on social media to stop the violence. She was more worried about which rugs were in the White House that she was going to replace. Another despicable person. Those are not lies, ladies and gentlemen. Those are not opinions. Those are facts. There's a difference between having a debate, having an opinion, and having a fact. And as I say again, Donald Trump is partially responsible for what took place on January 6th. And Vivek Ramaswamy, we talked about him in the first segment. He is wrong. When he says it was an inside job, that's a lie. 702-221-7283 is the number to call again. 702-221-7283. Uh, let's go to Paul. Paul, I believe you're next on Pushing the Limits. Hi, Paul. How you doing, man? Good. What's on your mind? I'm going to ask some question, and I mean it in a serious way. Do you think that these MAGA people, do you believe that it's in the years to come that will be books written about that they potentially could be some kind of a mental illness? And I mean, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not downplaying people that have a serious illness, right? But they just refuse to accept reality. Like, oh, he didn't say that, and then you showed him a video, or somebody yeah. said it. Well, that's not what he meant. Well, what did he mean? Oh, he didn't really mean that. It's like they just keep moving it, moving it, and making every. It's like they just the world is flat. Well, who told you that? CNN. Two plus two is four. Oh, is well, that what the lips told you? Like, it's interesting. It's a good question, Paul, and this is the best way I can answer it. I know people that I've considered fairly intelligent people that have been brainwashed. And uh, is it a mental illness? Perhaps. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But I can tell you this. It's ruined relationships, friendships, oh, yeah. marriages, businesses. Um, unfortunately, there is a group of people in this country that believe what they hear. And they don't want to look at actual facts. And when Donald Trump says he won the 2020 election or when Fox News says Dominion voting machines or whatever the case may be, um, they believe it. And uh, luckily, some people are held to account, but it, it ruins people's lives. It, people, These people are brainwashed, man. So is it a mental illness? I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But uh, I think there's a lot of different reasons why people believe certain things that they believe. And, you know, all we can do is keep fighting the fight and speaking the truth, brother. I mean, I still, do you still, and I still think that the majority of people in this country have working brain cells. Do you still think that even if it's, listen, I voted for Biden. I'm with you. I don't want him to run. I, I would rather have Newsom run or Hakeem Jeffries or somebody else run. I'm with right. you on the board. Right. But if it comes down to Trump and saving democracy and someone that sexually assaults women and Joe Biden, 
I don't agree uh, with all his policies, well, but he's a I'll, decent human being. I agree with everything you just said, and I make that argument every day, my friend. I appreciate you calling. I'm uh, got, got okay. up against the clock here, my friend. But Paul, it's good to hear from you. Later. Thank you. I'm with you. Bye. All right, everybody, it's been fun. Follow my social media platforms. I appreciate uh, being a part of the Occupy Democrats Network as well on Facebook. Uh, the good people on there. Uh, follow me on social media at PTL Radio Show on my YouTube page. Uh, you can follow me on there. Also, my Twitter page, PTL. Uh, that is what we are. We are pushing the limits. So follow me on all those social media platforms. I am very interactive on all those platforms, including TikTok. So follow me on there, and I appreciate all the phone calls today. It's been a uh, interesting two hours of radio, everybody. Thanks for joining us, and I hope everybody has a wonderful weekend, even my very special MAGA friends. I hope you have a very good weekend, and uh, we'll see you uh, on Monday, everybody. Have a great weekend.